Kisuk Rishnam, Kisukukiet, Kisukorquiet, Kapanishkish. Welcome back, everyone, to another wonderful Warrior Wednesdays. I'm your host, Kanchuke Tashmiet, also known as Peter White. Um, this week, I've had a well, this past weekend, even though, yeah, this is this past week, I've had a lot of reflection, a lot of gratitude. And it's crazy how when you just actually sit back and look at your life and you just reflect on how far you've come in your journey in life. And even within this past year, this this past two years, you know, this past six months, I've had a lot of growth. And I'm sure you have as well, you know, listening to the podcast and using these things that <clears throat> that I that I speak of because they do help me grow as well. And that's why I share them. You know, I never try I never speak on things that I don't do myself. Now I would never be that snake oil salesperson. <laughs> per se, you know, as people say, the snake oil salesperson, they don't use their own things. They don't use their own products they sell. They're not a product of their actual product. And everything I've ever done that I've talked about, I'm a product of my product, you know, going from being being the person I am in in these talks to the content that I post on social media to even the, the, the Kongan water that I drink and I sell. You know, I'm a product of my product. And this weekend really allowed me to, to see that um, something really special happened for me this weekend. You know, it was a lot of growth. And I'm, I'm truly grateful for it. And I was booked for my ever first workshop. You know, it was a full weekend workshop with a group of kids, you know, young boys mainly. There was a few young girls and some parents there to teach them, you know, teach them power dancing, to teach them everything, you know. The, the main point was to teach them power dancing because there are a couple of families. There's three or four families that come together that live, in, that live within within I think it's like 500 kilometers of each other a thousand kilometers and they all kind of travel to meet each other to create this community that of people that want to reconnect and and the one lady that's leading it she's uh she's Cree from uh from I believe it was uh, Alexander's First Nations 
which is uh, just northeast of Edmonton, Alberta, if you want to know where that is. And um, she's the one who was kind of leading it, but she's a little older, you know, and, and these boys need a positive male role model. And myself growing up, you know, I, and I, I didn't really have that as well, you know, per se for culture wise as well. Because many of you know that my father and me had no connection. There was there was zero connection between my father and me. And that's just due to his own trauma. That's due to, you know, what happened in those residential schools. And that was his, you know, what happened to his father, my grandpa. Just how you could call he how we dealt with things that he was given. And I've done a lot of work on myself, as you know, and I'm working on on never, never ever being like that. I'm breaking that cycle. And when I had I had set up my, you know, I've never done this before, and I was kind of winging it, but I was going through my gut, my gut feeling on what I needed to do here and what what I needed to show these these young boys and these a few of these people, you know, these this, these some of these girls and. There was a few parents there to inspire them. And I, and I wanted to show them everything, not just, just powwow dancing. I wanted to take them like, hey, you know, this is how I pack my stuff. This is how I take care of my outfit. This is why it's, you know, very, very important to take care of your things because when you take care of your things, they'll take care of you. You know, when you respect your regalia, it honestly respects you back. And I told them the story, it was my third powwow I'd ever danced in. And I didn't have this guidance on, on what to do and how to do things. And my third powwow, I had a little, you know, I was carrying my what I had with my regalia in this little like reusable grocery bag. And I went to Vancouver Island for this powwow in uh, Sartlip, British Columbia. It's just outside of uh, Victoria, BC. And I forgot my moccasins because I, I was never taught on how to take care of your stuff really. You know, I wasn't taught how to, to travel with it. I wasn't taught these things that People should be taught from their parents. So I, the very first thing is, you know, I, I kind of gave them the, the breakdown of the, of the dances and where they kind of come from and what they mean. And I was kind of reading the room and I could kind of tell that they were kind of getting a little antsy on getting up and moving around because they're kids, you know, kids. I know how it was when I was a kid. I didn't want to sit there all the time and listen. So I, but what I did is I literally went from step by step on how I get ready what I do so I, I opened up my suitcase and I, and I showed them things and as I was showing them things I was kind of explaining how they it's done and this and that and I was just showing things and then as I was pulling them out you know I had almost everything out and I said hey who wants to try these stuff on you know who wants to try my regalia on and their eyes just lit up and it was uh really really 
unspeakable on how just something like something so simple as someone you know someone allowing them to to wear because it's an honor to wear someone's regalia you know it's it's an honor and and I felt like these young boys even the girls you know I let them try things on needed that encouragement because you will never know what something is until you actually see it and and there's people that I've listened to before that, that I that I look up to and that's what they said you know one of them is Jay Shetty Jay Shetty would have never known what a monk was unless he's seen a monk come to you know go to his he went and saw that that speech from that monk and these boys and these girls you know they didn't have that that regalia yet as well because they're all reconnecting and they're they're working on building their regalia as they're learning to dance the same way I did so them um them trying on my stuff and moving around in it and kind of dancing with it sparked that that fire within these boys that they needed you know the girls I had the girls there had already had that spark they had that within them and I already saw that but these boys you know just uplifting them because they could see themselves they could picture themselves wearing regalia and dancing and i know they're gonna they're gonna go far because these boys you know they, they live in small rural fairly white communities and when you're indigenous you know, when, and you're trying to reconnect and you're doing these things, it's really, really difficult, especially with these young boys because they want to grow their hair out. They want to be proud of who they are. They want to be proud of where they come from. And they were getting teased and they were getting made fun of. So they all cut their hair from that shame, you know, that shame that our ancestors had felt as well through those schools. And I guess they had made a stance recently that they're not going to cut their hair no matter what they're going to go with it so the, so me showing up with my hair braided me showing up with long hair me showing up with like being the man that i am now today also reassured them that hey you know this guy's doing it it's pretty that's cool you know and that that seems like it's cool and culture saves lives you know me doing these things could ultimately steer them away from the path that I had taken when I was getting to be a teen when I was a teenager right getting into partying and things like that I ultimately may have saved some I'm hoping I saved all their lives from not going that route and staying with culture and um it was very inspiring that I, that I could show up and I could do these things and then I broke down like how I take care of my regalia, what everything is, how I made it, and it was giving them ideas. They were asking me questions. They were, they were getting really intrigued. And the two ladies that booked me, they said they hadn't, they seen such a transformation in these boys by the end of it. Sunday afternoon, when we were kind of winding down, after I had, you know, took them through dancing and I let them wear my regalia and I showed them different steps and I was just having fun with them and testing them and you know kind of making them grow and think for themselves we ultimately had a dance-off between the girls and the boys and they gave it 
they're all and and the two ladies that booked me were like wow we've never seen them be so into it you know never they never seen that they just within those two small days of me being there they had transformed ten thousand times fold and it was it was saturday night i went um I went into a small town called the Suyas, British Columbia. It's a very, very beautiful little valley. It's the desert of British Columbia. And it's just surrounded by lakes. And there's this there's this reservation there. I, I don't know how to say their name. And uh, they have this RV park. They have a winery there. They have a gas station. They're very, very well off and they're very smart business-wise you know they take care of a lot of people they take care of their own people they take care of other indigenous communities they hire people from mexico and they board them and they house them and they pay them good money because they have this mexican restaurant on the beach and it is beautiful it's like this tiki kind of tiki bar restaurant place and it is amazing it's just all outside and I was just sitting there as I was watching the sunset, you know, watching the sun go down. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm truly blessed that I never gave up. You know, I, I never fell into my, my suicidal thoughts when I had them. You know, that I overcame my addiction with alcohol. And I... I beat my cancer, you know, I'm, I'm cancer free now and, I, and, I've, and I'm always investing into myself and I'm always bettering myself because, you know, I want to be that man that I never had in my life when I was younger. And for these young boys, you know, for me to come out there and do this and help them just really allowed me to reflect on my, on my life. And I felt, I felt so grateful that I, they honored me with an honorarium. They paid me to come out there. And I, w it was just, I was sitting on this beautiful lakeside beach, you know, having some really amazing food. And it was all because I kept going. I kept pushing. And I never gave up. And that can be the same thing for you, you know, you, you might be going through some hard stuff in your life right now. And adversity is what gives us gratitude and what's, which allows us to feel that gratitude. And, and all this adversity that I, that I was going through and, I, and I'm still going through to this day, just allowed me to have that time to reflect, to say, wow, Peter, you know, you're here for a reason. You're here to help break cycles. You're here to inspire people. You're here to plant the seeds in these people. And even me talking on this podcast allows me to plant seeds into your minds as well to show you that anything is possible if you just keep working at it. If you just keep showing up again and again and again and again and the universe will finally 
get tired of you knocking on that door and you it'll open up for you the doors will open up and it was amazing that at the very end of this no you know they were like I tired them out I out energy energy these kids and their parents were there and like some of the boys were like napping and they're like wow we've never seen them fall asleep like that like the night on Saturday night too they just ate and went to bed and they were just happy you know they were just they were even inspired themselves because they're reconnecting and it was cool that I was showing them these things that was guiding them and I told them that you know I was telling them that I'm, I'm telling them and I'm showing them all these things that I am so they don't have to learn the hard way like I learned by like leaving my moccasins at home so I had to dance in my socks you know things like that not knowing how to store your regalia I wanted to show them everything so they could tenfold faster than I did so they could grow that much faster and at the very end of it the, the lady who booked me I was talking with her as she closed up the, the community hall they rented and I was like you know what this is my very first workshop like this and she was just blown away because she was like what really she's like you're, you're honestly a natural at this you know this is something you should start to pursue full time and I told her that, you know, I've been working at this and, I, and I'm being consistent and and I understand that nothing happens overnight. You know, I, I understand that everything worth having takes effort, takes consistency. And I was like, this is just the first. And she was just, yeah, she was just blown away. And she's like, you need, you need to do this because you have a gift in you. And you spoke to those boys and even the girls got so much more confidence and their parents were that much more confident in themselves and that's that's just because I kept showing up and I was believing in myself and I was pushing myself and that's all you have to do too if no one believes in you that's okay I believe in you and you need to believe in yourself and that's the only person that honestly matters is if you believe in yourself. That's all that matters. If you light your own candle within yourself, eventually your candle will light other candles. You will spark flames within other people. You will inspire people by following your dreams, no matter what your dream is. If your dream is to be a teacher, then be the best teacher there is. Go on above and beyond. You know, even if you want to be a barista, there are some phenomenal baristas that I've met out there on my travels and my journeys. They just light up my day. And they light up people's day. You don't have to be someone famous. You don't have to have a million dollars in the bank account. You don't have to be these things to make effects in people's lives. Just do what's in your heart with everything and put all of it out there a hundredfold. And you will start to inspire people when you keep showing up. So this is this is one of many workshops and inspiring people and my podcast episodes and, and 
who knows what to come to the future. So I'm, I'm truly grateful that to share this experience with you, to share this journey with you. And I you know, hope one day, eventually we will cross, cross paths. And you can tell me all about the things that you've done from listening to me in person. Because I will, you know, I am the type of person if I see someone and they, they'd recognize me, I will sit there and talk with them. Because I understand that you're a supporter. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for you. You know, I, I, I understand that and, and I, I work on that ego. And I, and I try to keep, and I work on it, keeping it in check. And I understand that I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for, for you, my wealthy warrior community. So be proud of yourself as well because your support is also making an impact even on these children, on people you're never going to meet. So keep going. Don't give up. Remember, you know, if you keep pushing, the pain will end. It will. The pain, you get stronger. You do. You get stronger. So with that, I'm going to end my podcast now. I hope you got something from this. I hope you I hope you have an amazing week. Sukini, Dagas, take care. And remember, everything always happens for the right reasons. I'll see you next Wednesday. Take care, all my wonder, wonderful warriors.